your Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Trey Matthews. It's Friday, everybody. It's the weekend. You made it. And what better way to start off your weekend than to be talking about the New Jersey Devils or just other stuff in general because there's not really much Devils news to talk about. So, anyway, I got to catch you guys up on a few things. So, keep a reminder. Tomorrow there will be an episode, as some of you may or may not have already been aware, I am changing up the schedule just a bit. Uh, studio is usually closed during the weekend, and I, it's usually a hassle for me because, um, you know, I have to try to get security to open it. It's just, you know, a hassle to have to explain what I'm doing in the studio because, you know, they don't just let anyone in. So, you know, I try to record an episode a day in advance. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you know, the, it's always open until 8.30 p.m. So that's why I, I think I'm going to change up the scheduling a bit until first notice so just keep in mind episode tomorrow on saturday since there wasn't an episode on monday so if you hadn't checked out yesterday's episode i basically took inspiration from a basketball player his name is lebron james and he talked about his displeasure in the mvp voting and i decided to you know try to do an episode surrounding the new jersey devils and uh try to incorporate lebron james's frustration and see if any ideas came to me because i was like hmm, isn't there a New Jersey Devils player who was ever snubbed of an award? And I found one. It was the Conn Smythe Trophy back in 2003 in which Marty Brodeur, one of the best goalies to ever hit the rink, as I stated many, many, many times on this show, he has never won a Conn Smythe Award, and yet someone on the losing opposing team did JSG, as I like to say, because, you know, these hockey names are so confusing and I don't have time to just hear the pronunciation of his name. But anyway, just keep in mind that... Anaheim's goalie won the Conn Smythe Award despite being on the losing team and despite us beating him. So, you know, there's that. So, what else has been going on, you might ask? Well, nothing really for the New Jersey Devils, as I mentioned, but, you know, a couple things have happened to me. So, I was on another New Jersey Devils podcast a few days ago. It was called Let's Go Devils. It's ran by, I don't know if you guys follow them on Twitter, but it's like, uh, it's called Pucks and Pitchforks, and they're also followed by the New Jersey Devils. So, it goes to show you how legit they are. They basically uh, work with fan-sided and they give all their news sources and opinions on the New Jersey Devils. They get like so many articles per day. Like when I'm following them on Twitter, I see news articles about the New Jersey Devils pop in and out, in and out, in and out. And I must say, when I'm uh, when I have writer's block, sometimes sometimes I do convert to those articles to maybe you know get some inspirations and maybe uh, read some stories. Don't worry, they already know about that, so you know you don't have to say, oh, you're copying them. That's illegal. You can't do anything like that. No, 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 no. They're cool guys. It's a bunch of guys who run this podcast and they have a rotation so I was on their podcast yesterday and uh, I think in tomorrow's episode I will take clips from that podcast and give you guys my initial reaction where I'm coming from and also if I could elaborate on things if um, if need be because I know that uh, I'm on time limit when I'm on different people's shows so it's not my time it's not my pace so on my own show it's my time it's my pace I could take as long as what I need I could talk about whatever I want 
But, you know, when you're a guest on someone else's show, it's like when you're a guest in someone else's house. It's not your time. It's not your things. It's their things. It's their time. So stuff like that is a little different. So in tomorrow's episode, maybe I'll take some clips from the podcast and give you guys my initial reactions, what I was thinking. And also, I did give some words of advice. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, my phone was... Uh, the Wi-Fi was completely faulty, similar to how Jared's Wi-Fi was when he guest appeared on this show, I believe, a month ago. So, you know, uh, I will give you guys my reaction, my opinion. And, and you know something? Who better to react to myself than myself? So, you know, I've reacted to Jack Hughes. I've reacted to Lindy Ruff. I've uh, reacted to Tom Fitzgerald. I think it's time to react to Trey Matthews and what was Trey Matthews thinking and or doing. And I might actually do that in... Uh, future episodes of like when hockey season returns for Adrian College and I'm on air maybe I'll give you clips of my broadcast and I'll tell you what I was thinking the energy the excitement who this player is you know it, it within within range with within limit because you know this is locked on devils this isn't locked on bulldogs or if it was locked on bulldogs we would be doing like uh, the Georgetown Hoyas or something like that uh, another big bulldog thing or are, are the George? Yeah, the Georgetown Hoyas, you know, Bulldogs. So, uh, anyway, um, big news on my end. I was featured in another article. Yes, that's right. I had another interview, and I was also written about. So, if you guys remember, and if you do remember, you guys have the memories of elephants. Because about, um, I'd say, a few weeks ago, about a month ago, I did a crossover with Nolan Bianchi and Ethan Smith of Locked On Red Wings and I talked about Fair Play Detroit and I talked about how I was written about and how they featured me in their social media. They did an awesome graphic design for my interview and also just my overall player profile. Well, quote unquote player profile because you know I'm not a player I'm an announcer but still that was pretty nice and cool of them to do they are really talented it's ran by two former University of Michigan uh, club hockey players who played ACHA women's D1 which is the team I announced for at Adrian College so small world that that was actually pretty cool for them to do so I will put that link in the description and you guys can give that a look also give them a follow they are an up-and-coming community kind of thing so what they're trying to do is they're trying to bring hockey culture into people of color because Detroit's a predominantly black city yet if you go to a Detroit Red Wings game it's predominantly white the fans are predominantly white audience predominantly white so like that's a problem right there and I like what they're doing they're trying to go to cities like Detroit and they're trying to incorporate hockey into people of color because the way you can make hockey more diverse is just introduce it to people while they're young and I love what they're doing I love that they're reaching out to community and I was honored for them to have me on and just basically interview me and just do that awesome graphic just to hype everyone up about more people of color coming into hockey they didn't just do it for me they did it for other uh, black hockey players in the Detroit area so Uh, As some of you may know, yes, I live on the East Coast, but I am originally from Detroit, Michigan. So it was really uh, it was really humbling for me to help out with my hometown city and just I will do everything in my power to help that organization out. So if you're listening, girls, if you ever need help with someone, if you ever need to be reached out. If you need some connections or need help getting the ball rolling or the puck rolling in this case, don't be afraid to reach out to me and I will be honored to help you out again. I also had them featured on Locked On Red Wings. They gave them a shout out and you, uh, their Twitter and Instagram handles will be down below. So again, that's Fair Play Detroit and 
Uh, I think I've explained it long enough. So I just love what they're doing. And that's one of the ways I say be more about action and less about being performative. So I love what they're doing. So anyway, back to feature article number two. But first, let me provide you guys some backstory. So obviously, uh, I'd say about a month back, I was featured in USA Today. And when my school saw that, they found an opportunity to just try to share my story out with the world uh, just a little bit more. So they reached out to all these news sources. And one of the news sources that came back to them was USCHO. So if anyone doesn't know what USCHO is, it stands for United States College Hockey Online. And they're a big college hockey website. They talk about Adrian College Hockey time to time. They talk about University of Michigan hockey. They talk about all sorts of hockey, whether it be NCAA or the club hockey teams. It's basically where you get your rankings from if you want to know where your team's at if you're playing for a school like Adrian College. So uh, it's, a, it's a big deal on the college scale. So uh, I didn't really know too much about them because I didn't, I'm not in charge of the rankings. I just say what the rankings are. But it was pretty cool for Adrian College to share that with them. And they got back to me. I was interviewed by Dan Rubin. I hope to have him on the show uh, in a future episode because he's a very interesting character. He has a very interesting story. He was into baseball, similar to me. I'm a college baseball player. He got introduced into the hockey world through a family member. And, you know, now he's uh, one of the play-by-play announcers out. Uh, I forget the name of the college, but it's somewhere in Boston. But that's pretty cool. He's a play-by-play announcer for hockey. So similar to me, I feel like we have a lot in common. I feel like we can do an open hockey discussion. So I will try to have him on the show in a future episode. But can't promise anything. I'll reach out to him. But still, uh, digressing a little bit. I was featured in USCHO, and I will read you guys some of the important parts of the article. But first, I need to inform you guys something really important. It involves chain stores. Chain stores have a different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Do you want to know the best part? RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto park consumers online for 20 plus years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, <laughs> I know, I, I already said best of all, but this is even even better. Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and at the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Alrighty, now let's get into the article and let's read it and I will give you guys my reaction and what I think and did they get everything correct? Did they get some things incorrect? Let's see what happens. So, Adrian Broadcaster Matthews Erasing Stereotypes Serving as Inspiration to People of Color. So, that's the title of the article and I really do appreciate it. It's very humbling to know and also, not to mention, very flattering that I'm one of few uh, people of color to be a play-by-play announcer for the sport of hockey. But like my mentor Ever Fritz Hughes said, you know, you don't really set out to, you know, do that. You set out because you enjoy it. You love doing what you're doing. And I said it in the in the interview. 
if I had to choose between basketball or hockey, I will choose hockey in a heartbeat. Not because I'm doing it for attention. It's because I love the sport of hockey. It's so much fun. And I've called both. And I will prefer hockey. So you don't really set out to be it. But at the same time, it's very flattering and very humbling to know that you are serving an inspiration to people out there. And if I could get more people involved in the sport of hockey, there are people of color like me. I will do whatever it takes to make that happen. So let's continue, shall we? If you could write the perfect story about a hockey broadcaster, it would probably center around someone on a journey of self-discovery. It would have a main character who found a passion and calling within a game, a protagonist inspired by the game's speed and intensity. It would turn into a love at first sight and stumble through a requestile learning curve until finally a melding of broadcaster to game occurred. So this sounds like something my mom would write because my mom is a professional poet and I must say Dan is a, a man with words. Uh, that That's uh, very impressive that he said that and like I said, it's oh, is it overdoing it a bit? But yes, but you're writing a story. So when you write a story, sometimes you have to make it juicier. So the fact that uh, I feel like my mom would write something like this says I already like it because, you know, my mom is a professional poet. She's a woman with many words. Dan is a man with many words. So that was really impressive and also just very cool of him to do. So uh, let's continue with the article, shall we? It would incorporate other layers capable of inspiring readers and observers, and it would touch every supporting cast member. The personality development would tingle a range of emotions, and the voice would transcend the game while remaining a piece of the overall experience. Trey Matthews knows how to write that story because he very organically made himself the protagonist. He didn't grow up in the hockey rinks, and he didn't skate on frozen ponds. No, I did not. In fact, hockey was not on my radar as stated in this um, in, in this article because, as you guys knew, I grew up playing baseball. I'm currently a college baseball player. Hockey was not in my radar. It was not uh, in my future if you were to ask me this years and years ago. In fact, uh, I got into the New Jersey Devils because my aunt and my grandmother introduced me to them, and I fell in love ever since. But, you know, it wasn't really in my radar to do things like this. And we'll, we'll read more about the story. But that's really cool how he articulated it like that. That was great articulation. That was a great opening out of all the articles I've been featured in so far. I'd say that's probably one of my favorite openings aside from the USA Today one because that, that one is just on a much bigger scale but that that was really cool of him to write it like that and articulate it like that so let's continue with some of the main points also spoiler alert this article is very 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 lengthy so i might save part of it for tomorrow's episode because we are about like uh 15 minutes in because you know i got to uh add some stuff in later and then i'll see the overall time but you know we'll, we'll see i might have to save some for tomorrow because not only did they interview my boss they interviewed my coach and i really like that because they incorporate all three things that I'm passionate about whether it be about Adrian College baseball hockey all that so this is going to be very exciting so I might save some for tomorrow still he developed a love for a foreign game by simply watching it and learning the culture of the world's fastest sport at Adrian College his grandparents his aunt a division three school with a number of club hockey teams like I said Adrian College is home to seven that's right seven hockey teams I know I've stated this on my show before in fact, I had one of their hockey players guest on my show. Oh, no, I've had two, in fact. Uh, Taylor 
Tyler Mersick and uh, Vinny Sinsoni. So uh, check out those episodes if you want to learn more about Adrian College's hockey program. He's now entrenched part of Bulldog sports culture as the play-by-play announcer for the voice of the ACHA Division I Women's Club program. So here's the thing. I always say the specific team that I do play-by-play for because part of being a play-by-play announcer is I want my own team to associate me with. So, like, if I'm just freelancing from NCAA to D1 to D2 and we have a D3 and Vinny plays on the D3 team, it's like I want my own team. So I need a team you can associate with me with because I can't be freelancing. I need you to say tune in to this specific time because I'm always going to be on air for this specific team. So I'm always proud to say that I am the play-by-play announcer for the ACHA Women's D1 program. And I, I love the, the team that I do play-by-play for. And every time I'm on these articles, every time I'm doing these interviews, I always say the specific team that I do play-by-play for. More than that, he's a trailblazer and an icon for the college hockey game as one of the only black broadcasters in the hockey world. The link, a source of pride that hockey hopes can one day be the norm, connects him to the National Hockey League where he developed a relationship with Everett Fitzhugh, the play-by-play voice for the expansion Seattle Kraken. So here's where um, I'm just humbled and honored and it's just so surreal to think that I'm one of a few in a world to be doing something because not many people can say that and like I said I never set out to be an icon I never set out to be a trailblazer I later said in the interview that it did cross my mind that I'm a black person doing play-by-play which is you know pretty rare in the sports world but I couldn't imagine how rare it is in the sport of hockey it crossed my mind during the season but I never really put much effort to do more research about it because that's not what I was there for. I'm there because I enjoy hockey. I'm there because I enjoy the game. I'm not there to make a political statement. So if I'm there to make a political statement, I really need to get out of the industry and try something else because that's not the right intent to have when you're doing something like that. If you're just doing that to make a statement, if you're just doing that to be an icon, if you're just trying to be a trailblazer somehow and you're trying to force your own narrative, you need to get out of whatever you're doing because that's not what you have to do. That's not how you do it. You just do it in a natural way. And, you know, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And for me, it's just so uh, humbling and honor to, to know that um, I'm, I'm one of few to do something. And I just hope to be an inspiration. Like I said, you don't really set out to be a trailblazer or something. That's what Everett told me. But, you know, sometimes you do find yourself in this situation. And if I can get more people involved in the sport of hockey and people who look like me, I will do whatever it takes, as I stated before. So, yeah, guys, I think I'm going to make this into a part two tomorrow. So uh, the last thing I will leave you off with is a quote from my boss, because like I said, they interviewed my boss. His name is Gabriel Shry. He's the executive producer at Adrian College Television. He said, Trace is so dedicated to his craft. I can't get over it with him. A lot of students talk about how badly they want to broadcast, but Trey has the dedication and grit. He doesn't have a gimmick or a trick. He's blessed with talent verbally, and he puts in the time to watch the team. He goes to practice and takes notes. He thinks about what he wants to talk about and how he wants to say it. There's something not a lot of professional announcers do. That tells me there's a future in broadcasting for him. So, like I told you guys, well, first of all, I appreciated what my boss said. That's really nice of him to say, and I appreciate that because... Uh, Like I've said in this uh, podcast series before, it takes a lot more than just wanting something. If you want to do something, go out and do something. If you want to be a hockey player, go out and be a hockey player. If you want to be a basketball player, go out and be a basketball player, baseball player, baseball player, soccer, soccer player, whatever the case might be. 
Pursue your dreams. If you want to take Tom Brady's role as the next best QB, go ahead and take it. Especially take it right now since he's, he's uh, he, since he sucks. Uh, I'm sorry, but I had to say it. I just had to throw in that joke. But anyway, it takes a lot more than just wanting something. You actually have to put in the time and the effort. And like I said, broadcasting looks easy. But I will tell you in the next episode, and I will tell you in future episodes, it is not easy. It requires a lot of work and determination. Because if I only have one page of notes, you would say one page of notes or a page and a half of notes that's great and I will tell you that will get me through the first period the first period so here's what I do like I take notes I talk to the coach I uh, try to form appropriate uh, professional relationships with the players so that way I have a story to tell why do you think baseball player announcers like um, Vin Scully and Ernie Harwell remained on air for so long is because they had stories to share they had stories to tell about their times and years throughout the business and the industry. So that's what I want to emulate. Just, you know, be a storyteller. Be dedicated to it. Be nice. Be professional. Just be about your business. Think about what you want to say. I have a little journal of things that I can say during a broadcast, ideas that come to mind, so that way I can put on the best performance I can because not only do I represent ACTV, I represent my school. I represent the team I do play-by-play for. And their, their parents are watching. Their friends are watching. Recruits are watching things of that nature so it, it takes a lot more than just wanting it and we will touch on it in the next episode but however i am out of time and we will continue with this article discussion in tomorrow's episode and maybe we'll talk about the let's go devil podcast whatever comes to mind because right now i'm just freelancing i don't really have a schedule worked out so continue to stay safe and have a wonderful day new jersey i will catch you in tomorrow's episode the link to the article will be in the description if you want to get ahead but my reaction to it will be in tomorrow's episode so thanks for listening